Hi, I'm Sophie and I haven't seen a lot of films. Hi, I'm Paul and I'm here to help with that. And we are SP Film Viewers. I feel like there's a theme that's kind of run with these films that kind of picked out the past couple of weeks or just the way they've kind of fallen in a sense <laughs> the silence there was Sophie looking puzzled as to trying to think of what the theme is between Spinal Tap and Breakfast <laughs> at Tiffany's <laughs> only <laughs> yeah only in a sense of well one the, the film we're going to be talking about is sort of music based Mm-hmm. But not in the same way as Spinal Tap is, but there's music involved. And the fact that Breakfast at Tiffany's is like a romance slash comedy. I think. Can... And, and this one is going to be, but in a different kind of way. Okay. So, so it's and kind of like... Moon River as well, I guess. Music somewhat in there, if you really want to, <laughs> like. But the, the real reason I, th- I kind of thought of it is because. We're recording this before is actually record store day. Oh, Paul's going to spend so much money and I'll be like, what is all this that you brought back? Yet again, he'll have no space and we'll be like, oh, I need more shelves. (laughs) (laughs) I'm downstairs, yeah. So I've been like like looking through lists and going like, okay, like and listen to stuff I wouldn't like normally listen to as well, like discovering stuff. So it's just, it's a good... I feel like I'm always kind of like with movies as well, it's like discovering something new is quite exciting as well. Like something I might not have come across without like, oh, the recommendation of, oh, have you heard this? Or like, mm. oh, this album is really great. You should check it out type of thing, like from YouTube videos or other like really, or just kind of like, okay, the album artwork looks interesting. Let's see what that vibe is kind of going for and those kind of things. No, I, really, I so. completely agree. I think that's why we have enjoyed doing our podcast for so long mm-hmm. to be fair for me anyways that's why i'm yeah. sticking it yeah. out i probably would say because we've done it for two years yeah. now mm-hmm. and we're still going strong so it's like it's one of those things where if it's exciting keeps you on your toes you want to carry exactly, on yeah yeah and i really like it when you find new artists that helps me because then i well, yeah, repeatedly you, listen you to them. them yeah you're like oh i go to sofa have you heard this and then you're like you play it on repeat for <laughs> Weeks and weeks, and I think I'm sick of listening to this now. <laughs> but I can sing every word near enough then to you. Yeah, it's like I, I don't even. I mean, I don't really sing like go around the house singing or anything. You do, but <laughs> well, you, you laugh at me as well because you pick on me like I'm a mini backup singer or something. You just we just like singing along like after the fact or yeah or like the little ooze and stuff that. Like, oh yeah, the little intricate bits that you know that part of the, kind of just there in the song, but I like the mainstay, like going yes or yeah, or whatever, yeah, those kind of things. I guess inflections. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, the film we're talking about or going to be talking about once we've seen it, obviously, is High Fidelity. Now, you know John Cusack. Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. Still haven't watched American Sweethearts. We're, we're, we're getting there. Don't worry, people. We will. Just drive if, if the people, goddamn if, car. If people know what that is, are People will. Yeah. Just watch the movie, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've seen him... We kind of watched... What's, um, was it Hat Grows Point Blank? Not not so long ago as well. But he's in... like he's, he's I really like him as an actor, really. I do. Yeah. Serendipity. Yeah, as well, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So he's in it. Um, we've got... Jack Black in it as well, so I like so Hol- the holiday is a great yeah. Jack Black film. kind of film. Yeah, we, wa- um, we watched Be Kind Rewind. Yeah, he was, he was all right in that, that one. Yeah. Then certain ones like School of Rock, I think it, it, can, it depends. His humour sometimes it's depends on what the dialogue is. He can grate on me. 
Mm-hmm. So I'll be interested yeah. to see which way he t- takes in this. Yeah, well, but it's obviously in the involved in this musically as well. So I mean, he's mm. he's both a musician and a film actor. So oh, what's the band he's in? Tenacious D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> greatest rock band in the world. That see, I think I prefer him in that his humor. Yeah, yeah. is delivered in that song. Yeah. more than sometimes yeah. his acting is, like Gulliver's Travels as well. Yeah, that's not a good example of a, of a, of a film he's been. Well, that's what I mean! Yeah, yeah, that's a bit like... Yeah, yeah so um, I haven't seen this in a, in a good while, but the, the another reason I thought I wanted to check, check out as well is um, this film also kind of reminds me of the fact that my dad took mum to the cinema when this came out. That doesn't happen a lot where yeah. your dad wants yeah. to go to the cinema because yeah. your dad, to be fair... Yeah, it's surprising if he lasts through a film if he's not nodding off. Exactly, yeah. So it was quite surprising when he suggested to go see oh, a film in the cinema. What's what's it about? And he said it's to do with record store. And she's like, oh. Do you not sell it as a romance? No, I don't think so. Oh, is he not that savvy? Not like no. you did with Deadpool to me. What? Did, how did I sell that? You told me it was a romance. Ro- Film. But it, did, it doesn't even say it in the film. You said it was um, because it's Valentine's Day when we but went. But you said Ryan Reynolds was in it and you'd be like, oh, well, yeah. Yeah, and, and not, didn't tell me that he was going to be an old, decrepit Ryan well, Reynolds because he'd been burnt to death. <laughs> did you? Either. Yeah. No. Yeah. You knew that probably as well. You knew we were going to not look the way he did. He still made me think I was getting some well, eye to candy. F- to be fair, I, from the comics, I don't really know what he looks like. On I don't believe you. Anyway. So, um... Excited to hear some old tunes as well as see his John Cusack's performance. Always. I'm yeah. always excited um, for John Cusack's performance. Yeah. Does he have... You said there's a bit of a romance in this. Yeah, yeah. So the um, little synopsis that Google gives is... Um, it goes as follows. Rob is a 30-year-old record store owner who is trying to understand why he is always unlucky in relationships. He attempts to reconcile his relationship with Laura, who recently dumped him. Aww. And that's supposed to go on, so it's... Hopefully he gets back with Laura then, shall we hope? <laughs> otherwise it's going to be sad. You don't want me getting banging on like we did in Breakfast at Tiffany's about <laughs> what's right and wrong, do we now? No, no, no. No, don't get me started. But no, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be light-hearted, which we seem to yeah. have done in April, which has been really nice. Mm-hmm. It seems a little bit more wrong comedy, which I think you're trying to be nice to me since we had Monster March. Yeah, but there's a little bit of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. But go easy for like go back to other ones that are thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what the the outcome might be, but we'll you never know. <laughs> I'm looking at you like I'm really enjoying the podcast at the moment. Don't ruin it. <laughs> I'm very happy to participate when it's yeah, nice. films alike. <laughs> well, hopefully you like this one anyway. Fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. Okay, so we will be back shortly with our or well, Sophie's thoughts soon. It looks as if you're reorganizing your records. Yeah. Um. What is this, uh, chronological? No. Not alphabetical? Nope. What? Autobiographical. No way. Yep. I can tell you how I got from Deep Purple to Howlin' Wolf in just 25 moves. And I want to find the song Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. I have to remember that I bought it for someone in the fall of 1983, Pile didn't give it to them for personal reasons. And we're back. And I pose the question, what came first, the music or the misery? The misery, clearly. Cause From the music. Well, for an artist's perspective, yeah. So like the singer-songwriter, they must have been miserable beforehand to write the song. For the people to listen to. To. To make... Then feel miserable. And... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's a quote that our lead man, John Cusack, mm-hmm. Rob Gordon, states. <laughs> I'm sure on some of them, though, when we're talking to him, it feels like the same Bob. 
I'm part yeah. of it. So I don't know if people well, are just messing up his name or if it's just know, me it's, being it's deaf. A funny, funny <laughs> thing for to go throughout the film. And interestingly enough, he's kind of doing obviously like fourth wall breaking from the get go and throughout basically. I really like that. I think it adds to the film. He feels like. We're his friends and he's telling us secrets. That's yeah, what it yeah, feels like. Confiding in us. Yeah. In a way. And I yeah. like it. It feels like it get, makes it more personable towards the character. Sure. I've not seen it as well done before as well. For me, it's this was one of the more enjoyable. Cause sometimes it can get a bit grating. But I yeah. think it worked from the get-go. It was solid. It wasn't like just a couple of quips here and there talking to the camera. It was more fluid with it. It was like that's what it was. Yeah, so you didn't find it too annoying no. throughout, like he's oh, this character's just getting on my nerves now or anything like that. No, it's, yeah, I think you mentioned though that it's, it's kind of like that worked because of like his the way he delivers his lines and stuff. His, and his yeah. humor, I guess, that John, comes from that. I love yeah. John Cusack, so yeah. I'm biased, anyways. Yeah. And he is just really charismatic. His humor is on point. Anything he does, the way he delivers his lines, it's just mm-hmm. spot on. Mm-hmm. He's just pure gold, really. Even though his character, Rob, mm-hmm. oh, well, it just shows relationships. <laughs> it's no one's right or wrong in relationships. Nobody has it all planned out. No, no, no. relationship is perfect. We, we can't, we can pretend like, you know, you can go on Instagram and go, oh, look how cute we are and all of that. Or you can yeah. do a podcast and sound like you've got <laughs> it together. Yeah, actually, inside, we're really loathing each other. It's <laughs> like, behind each other's backs we just want to <laughs> throttle there uh, we cover it up very well <laughs> yeah definitely well you have those days but that's what shows you are in a good relationship if you can handle those days yeah exactly and you I think that's stronger for it yeah. what this movie in the end kind of shows you it's kind of the lure of the chase is fun but it's like having a puppy yes it's cute and fluffy when it's a bit little it grows up and so does a relationship it grows and it can get boring it can get mundane it's not going to be that sparkly new thing all the time unless you dump somebody and then regain that yeah i think it works well to see that actually in the end he realizes that's not what he's looking for he wants Mm. to settle down he's kind of going through all these like he has this gimmick of like a top five of such and such and one of the main focuses is the top five breakups that he's yeah. had or relationships he's had kind of thing. So it's kind of like going through all those little beat by beats and then kind of like trying to f- make him feel better about himself. Like, you know, where did I go wrong with my life and stuff? So, you know, like calling up the exes or seeing how they're doing, kind of make, trying to make himself feel better, I guess. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't have that many exes, really, to even reach five, no. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> I don't know if that's because we're lucky because we found each other a little bit younger. Let's mm-hmm. let's say that, or if it's because well, we're not that lovable. I don't know. <laughs> In but, that way, yeah, yeah, not yeah. Or if it is a case of, I don't know. For me, with relationships, I see it as I wouldn't want to go ring my ex up and ask why he dumped me uh, that would yeah i know it seems just kind of a weird situation like why are you still hanging on to that yeah kind of thing it just seems a bit pathetic doesn't it i i wouldn't want to know i know yeah. why you dumped me so it's yeah. fine yeah and to be fair i don't want anything to do with you so that's that's great yeah. move yeah. on mm-hmm. don't don't talk to me <laughs> <laughs> and then when you do get an ex, i don't know if you've ever had a text or a message off an ex or like an ex, even if it's not that you've dated him, but love interest, where it was like you thought it was going somewhere, but then it didn't. Hmm. And you're like, I don't know, that feeling of why are you texting me? Like, why? what do you want? Straight away, that's yeah. where I get to. Yeah, yeah. So if I was one of his exes and he randomly messaged me, I don't know if I'd even reply. No, it's certainly easier to do that these days, isn't it? And people can say, like... Oh, I didn't get your message, or you you read it and then you just kind of like, oh, sorry, I was really busy. I didn't respond back to you and all that kind of. Oh, I won't even be that courteous. Yeah, it was just like, well, why do I need to, really? So I'm surprised these exes do get back in touch with them. Obviously, we won't have a film clearly if they didn't. Mm -hmm. So, should we go through a couple of his exes then? Should we go through 
that regime. Yeah, I guess we can. Yeah. So he's got Alison Ashmore. Ashmore. Yeah. yeah, I actually wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get like a little pat on the head for that? No? She's 14 years old. So I don't know when you started dating, but I was about 13 years old when I had my first boyfriend, believe it or not. I was not much later than that late bloom. To be fair, though, my mine was... I didn't think I was going to date that young, but somebody <laughs> asked me out and I was like, I didn't even really like him. Um, it was like, a, no one else is going to ask me, you'll do, I guess. I'll I'll give it a go. <laughs> That's literally what it was. So when you're like 13 years old, you, I don't know, you you don't really know what you don't want. don't know nothing about love, do you? No. No. It's just, like, it's like, oh, it's new. Yeah, That's yeah. what it is. Like yeah, yeah. you kiss somebody and oh, you're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But oh, the amount of pettiness it becomes in with it, and he sees that within it like straight away. Like my ex, when I was dating him, the amount of times we were on and off, I felt like we should have been the Taylor Swift song, like we are never getting back together. Mm-hmm. Like literally, that should have been it by the end of it. That song wasn't out at that point, so it couldn't be my anthem, no, no. sadly. <laughs> but she moves on quite swiftly, so she kisses him on the bench. They have like the date for six hours. Yes, what she says. I lasted a little bit longer than six hours. I think it was maybe a month. (laughs) And then basically the next day she's kissing another boy (laughs) on the bench. But it turns out she marries that one. For whatever reason, yeah. I find that really strange. There's a lot of people from my school that have done it and good on them. But thinking of marrying somebody that I was in school with. And then that's all you've kind of... Well, to be fair, that's kind of it with you somewhat, because I know I've had a couple of boyfriends, but I don't know, when you're at that young age, you're so different when you're at school, when you grow up to be an adult. Oh, most definitely, yeah. And I think it's that bit where it's like, well, what if I change and I'm a completely different person than what you used to like me as? It's, it's, It's something that can definitely happen. I know I don't like most of the same stuff that I did. When I was younger, thinking, oh, that was hilarious. Or the <laughs> yeah. humour's changed, you know, music tastes change and film stuff changes, all that kind of stuff. And food tastes can definitely change as well. Yeah. It might become, obviously, people can are more like lean towards vegan stuff now, obviously, for obviously reasons, but obviously it's thinking for the environment and all that kind of, that kind of stuff. But everything does, you, you do change and it's like you can grow together or you can grow mm-hmm. apart. So I'm surprised. Some some people do make it work, but in this case, she does. Obviously, she marries the next guy, and he's like, "Why didn't you marry me? What what was wrong with me?" Mm-hmm. And he seems to get over that quite easily. I think you do when you, yeah, a teen. You get you pretend you're heartbroken, but you don't really know what it is. Yeah. So then the second girlfriend is Penny Hardwick. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm doing so well with the names. This one, I think he's a bit of a dick in this scenario, to be honest. I think any guy is in this situation because the p- amount of pressure that guys can put on girls to give it up, I think, is just ridiculous. Certainly at an age of like 16, mm. 18, he's kind of like, oh, you, all guys think about it, so I just want to have sex. And yeah, they're just it. thinking with the pants, yeah, aren't yeah, they, basically? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, the girl doesn't want to, A, get pregnant... That's like the worst fear because she's too young and then, you know. That's it, your life's over, yeah. Is Nor just... does she want to give it to somebody who doesn't actually love her. That really matters to a girl. Like, you know, where a guy just wants his end away and doesn't care who mm-hmm. it is. The girl does care and needs, most, most of the time. Needs to make sure that is, well, when you're 16 years old and it's your first time, you kind of want that yeah. environment. You don't want to be just, well. Unless you're a complete slut. That's what I mean. I'm <laughs> getting that in the sense that like, without being too Most about it. normal girls. Yeah. So basically, he, he really likes her and he rejects her and breaks her heart. So I don't really know why he has to meet her to realise what, what, what yeah. went wrong. God knows. Then we've got Charlie Nichols. Nicholson. Nicholson. Oh, damn it. It doesn't matter. I would, the first name basis is fine, really. <laughs> she's they lasted two years. So this one, she's what's her name, Charlie? She's the actress. Yeah, Catherine Zeta Jones. And she, and as John Cusack, is in American Sweethearts. And I promise you, we will get around there. We will. We'll get to that film. 
where Paul actually hasn't seen it and I have. So we have to wait until September. But we've got it on the list, right, Paul? Yeah, right. I think it'll be I think you'll really enjoy it. If we like John Cusack, she can get a bit irritating. She's the same probably role as this one, to be fair. Right. She she doesn't seem to change in her roles that she plays. But yeah. So straight away I knew she was going to be kind of the heartbreaker because obviously she's so good looking. Um, so he goes back to Charlie, kind of thinks, oh my God, she's rung me. Like this presence actually allowed me to kind of speak to her. And it's like, I hate it when people think they're all high and mighty. And she's like, she kind of on the phone rings him and she's like, are you in or are you out? So she wants to know, are we going to be friends or are you going to be kind of that guy that rings up and goes... Why did we break up? Mm-hmm. Obviously, he lies at this point. Because beforehand, before he goes to Charlie, because Charlie's number three, he avoids doing that initially because it says it's too heartbreaking. Yeah. Just that point, the biggest blow for him, really. Yeah, he was smitten yeah. by her, yeah. I think, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. He was like in a trance by how good looking she was. It didn't matter what she actually said. So then when she, when he goes back to meet her at you know, this dinner party that she invites him to, and she can he kind of realizes at that point as more in quotation mature mm-hmm. in a sense that he he realizes at that point that she's like a really terrible person. She kind of just like laughing at people's jokes on you know like <laughs> like fake laughing yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff and just like not really paying attention to what they're saying that kind of and then waiting for her to be yeah. able to talk like yeah. me 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 yeah, me yeah yeah very self involved. Then you've got Sarah. And this is where, like, basically each other's rebound. Mm-hmm. They were both 26 and they've been frightened to be left alone. Luckily, me and Paul found each other before we were frightened to be left alone. I think now, if we broke up, I would be like, that would be a bit, bit weird now. Hard to get back on the scene, yeah. Yeah, a bit, a bit out, of, out of date now, I think. <laughs> Not saying I'm old, but I'm just, we've been for 10 years this year. Coming into no, next year. No, is it not nine? No, because it's really weird how you when you asked me out. It's gone into nine, but now we're like nine months, nine years, five, soon five months, right. basically, Yeah. <clears throat> if you want to be really precise. But by the end of this year, it'll be ten. Right, okay. So ten years together before we got married. So she realises that she actually left him, but she didn't realise that she shouldn't have left Rob, basically, in the end. So when Rob rang, she had that, ooh, he's interested in me again (laughs) kind of thing, where I feel like one of those things when you break up with somebody, my rule of advice is that there was a reason you broke up and getting back together is never the right reason. Like, if me and you broke up, I don't know if if you did dump me, I don't think I'd get back with you. (laughs) Uh, I know, well, I know I'd... (laughs) I know I'd probably want to get back together with you, but I know it's normally on the woman. The woman's side is normally the one that's like, no, that's it, kind of yeah. thing. Whereas the men's more like groveling and <laughs> depends on who broke up with who. I guess yeah. like if you broke my heart, then I don't. Then think... Obviously, yeah. Then there's no, I'd know there and then unless I, I don't know. <laughs> it was something. I don't know, obviously, some minute or something, but it was like a comment that really worth throwing all the way on. I don't know. But I mean, if you broke up with me, that's what I'm meaning. Oh, right, yeah. Then, yes, obviously, then, then of course. Then, then, like, then that'd be a no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hard no. Yeah. 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 Then, then I wouldn't be like, right, that person's gone, right, I want to go back to the reserve. Well, no. you might. You might miss me by the time you might be like, oh, damn, I made a bad decision. Yeah. You don't, you don't yeah. know what you've got until it's gone. Yeah, I probably would, though. What? Miss me? No, no, I've, no, I've lost a good thing. Ah, oh, that's it. And then finally we are on to the current, who's reached top five in his book, or into that category, which is Laura. Yeah. It's most recently, like, broken up. I'm, I think I'm Paul's Laura, I think, in this film. I hope, anyways. Where, if we did break up, You'd be sorting out all your vinyls and 4Ks, trying to figure out which order they should go into, and you'd be emerging, immersing yes. yourself into 
all of that. But secretly, we're meant to be together. Uh huh. Basically, in the end, that's how it pans out. Laura does really love Rob. It's just Rob has done a lot of silly moves to push her away. When it's kind of described later on in the film, it does come off a bit dickish, doesn't it? Really? Like, yeah. So I can. How like... do you think? A lot of it is true, though, the way that men can do that. They push women away and then they don't realise it and then they want you back. And they get upset if you sleep with somebody else. But if they've slept with somebody else, it's all okay. And it's like, how is that okay? Like, he actually slept with that singer. Mm -hmm. Then all he cared about was if Laura had slept with this Ian guy. Yeah. And it's like, well, you've already slept with somebody. She hadn't slept with anyone yet and you were still hung up on it. And it's like, why? What's the difference? You've done it. You haven't told her you've slept with a singer. It really kind of, in a way, doesn't seem fair, does it? No. For a certain, like in other films as well, where this happens as well, like say a character's broken up with someone, then they've kind of haven't slept around, and then by the end of the film they get back together, and it's like, well, are you going to tell that person that you mm. thing? And they're always like, is that okay? And I, it's, I don't know, it's, it's a bit strange concept to get my head around, really. It didn't seem... Well, I'd want to know. Yeah. I would, because it's like... Yeah. And I know like, we were on a break or whatever. Like Ross from yeah. Friends. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but literally we've had a break and then you sleep with the next yeah, person yeah. like a That's day later. Yeah. That's an issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is the thing. I know you're heartbroken or you kind of like grieve in different ways, but it's... Not excusable. Is no, it? it's no. not. And it's not excusable to be banging on about somebody else's sex life when you, you're having your own. Like Fair enough if you're not. And you're holding out for her, then that that then fine, that's a different story. Yes. But it's not the case. Mm-hmm. I think Laura is always there for him. She wants him to do well. She's like his cheerleader, and I think that's what the re- the relationship kind of ends where he's pushing her away because he's not happy with his whole entire life of where he is, and she's moving on, being successful. She's mm. a lawyer. She's doing well for herself. Yeah, and he's not quite grown up. He's kind of a early two thousands man child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Are you a man child? I think I still am in some ways. <laughs> like, so I know I've got the house and everything, but it's, you know, it's still. <laughs> At least you're honest. <laughs> but you, 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 you're not like sick of me, are you, in terms of no, like, oh, I'm not. my manners? Because that, that's me, isn't it? Just. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. no I still love you, don't worry. <laughs> We're going to get married, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, I'd kick you out anyways but if, if we were going to, because I love my house too much. <laughs> I do think it's funny how that girls always take each other's sides, no matter what. Like, even though, yes, she, Laura dumped him, she's already moved on to another man and she's, she's living with him. Yeah. That is not great. But the reasons behind it. So Laura was actually pregnant <laughs> and she it was Rob's. And she told Rob, and he was like, not ready for a child. He, I think she actually had an abortion by, yeah. by the sounds of yeah, it, not the even a miscarriage. Yeah. So she kind of did that for him, thinking that's what he wanted. And then he was like, I think from there it spiraled a little bit. Yeah. Which is hard because it's like, well, I think neither one of them really wanted to give the child up, probably. But they just didn't have that open communication within the relationship. No. So. They kind of, she started asking, like women do, they do, I'm not going to lie, women can trap you into these questions. Mm. We do. We're very, we're very clever that way. Yeah. 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 We're we're more highly intelligent than men (laughs) would ever be. And she asks if Rob wants to basically see other people, is he happy in the relationship? Mm -hmm. And he kind of doesn't say he is happy. And yes, maybe I do want to see other people and that's when she kind of was like right okay well I'm gonna leave because <laughs> you know why am I sticking around does, she does right yeah just typical of a man though once the woman leaves they're like why have you left me don't go it's that whole, you don't know what you got till it's gone type of mm-hmm. thing and I think this is where you realize how long sometimes you're with somebody how dependent you can come on somebody it's like I know if you left me I'd really miss you even though you don't talk to me that much your presence is comforting. I like you being around. And I think if she was on the other foot, I'd cope. But in some aspects, things like so maybe like the integrity of the house itself would probably go dance funny a little bit, or like it wouldn't be as you know like you 
he had to keep up with the the cleaning and stuff and <laughs> you know as men mean, do like moving a slobbish and stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah. poor house I think more for me it'd be just missing you really you being there mm-hmm. introducing me to new things and all of that it would just feel yeah there'd be an empty void as well because I quite, like I say with, with, like with this for example like new new films and stuff it's like you know showing you the back catalogue of stuff that I like and, and, and such and same with music as well like introducing to new stuff as well, I kind of find that exciting as well. Like, what do you think of this? So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I, I think it's it's one of those things where this is where when her dad dies, mm-hmm. that shows the person who she wanted to be with the most was Rob, mm-hmm. because he must do something to calm her down or be there or say the right things. You just have these people in your life that when something traumatic goes wrong, mm-hmm. you just run to them. But but at the same time. It normally is the case with when some like a big, like a death in the family or you know a close friend or something. And you kind of find confinement in somebody that would like a partner, and you kind of like oh you like you might do something really just like sleep with the person you think just like a fling, just like a sad mm. sadness thing, and it's like oh just hold me or whatever, and then it kind of leads to something more, and then that might be it after the fact kind of thing. It's kind of like a bit of a almost like a you know like a drunken night out mistake or something. But yeah, but with this, it's stuff, not, yeah. is it? It's no. it's clearly is more than more that, than that. that. Like she even said, "I just want to go home and with you. you." Yeah, and I I I hundred percent understand that. Mm-hmm. Like when we go out or something like that, and sometimes I've had a bad day, I just want to come home and you be there if that makes sense. And no, I, get I get it. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that shows a deeper relationship that you, when you've got that, it doesn't have to be oh you have to go out and be wined and dined. Obviously, it's nice, but yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. It it doesn't have to be that either. Like it can be just sat in your pajamas at home. That's how I feel most comfortable. Me it's too. Just like <laughs> <laughs> easy that like, you know, in the safeness of what you class as your home in whatever shape or form that, that might be. Yeah. 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 The other bit I've got is kind of when he asks her to marry him. So you kind of think, oh, is this other kind of interest? His record store's doing really well at this point. Mm-hmm. And they kind of say, he's got an interview with this person who he reads the article of every day. And it's like this new spark and he's doing tape for her. And obviously, Laura being Laura can see where this is coming from because it's like, oh, well, he used to make me a tape when we first met. And, oh, okay, he's going to leave me again. And then he, he kind of has that dawn of, I want to have that comfort I want to settle down yeah I think that's a really nice way the story pans out because you kind of see two different tears like is he going to break up with her when he's sat saying I want to talk to you yes and he's kind of fumbling around and yeah 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 don't know you don't know which way it's gonna go yeah. I didn't expect he was gonna ask her to marry him I don't know if you did well I can't there's I couldn't remember all the, the bits from the film there's other bits I'd remember more vividly than that mm. but yeah it was just a good turning point for him to, to even though she obviously thinks so, you're like a joking type of yeah, thing, yeah. like you know, like I'm serious <laughs> and it's that kind of like comfortable with themselves to like semi sarcasm yeah. going from the situation to it all. So now not missing the main part of the actual film, which obviously he owns his own record store. Yeah. So the music side of things and so obviously there's a big it's obviously more about the relationship I suppose I would say so, but the music is another just means of strengthening that or tying it in with yeah. like how where he works daily and he's talking about music and stuff and, and you've got that. jack black um yeah he actually he he does i did say it could go either way with him uh-huh yeah he was the right way okay yeah definitely yeah, yeah. in this film straight away when he came in he just brought a smile on my face putting in his tape walking on sunshine but in his, in that in the <laughs> The same breath of that, it's like, that doesn't seem like a song that he would, maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like it's, I was here thinking like when he's coming in, he's looking like Tenacious D type yeah. thing, you know, like some rock and roll, like, yeah. <laughs> he does look but, like that with his tummy, doesn't he, yeah, bless yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his little goatee thing going on. But, him, but he's also a happy-go-lucky guy. Yeah. And he's got that, he just brightens the room up, basically. Yeah. Cause if, even though he's a bit of an ass to the customers, which is like, well, that's not really helping business, is it? When he's he a kind of snob, snob about it. Like, I think it's more of a he. He doesn't deem them worthy. Like it's probably if you went in, he'd probably sell you records. If I went in, he'd be like, get out. 
yeah, if you went in saying, I want the Stevie Wonder song I just called Say I Love You, yeah, you'd be like... Oh, Lionel Richie dancing on the the ceiling. ceiling. Yeah, to get out. Hmm. Even, um, for example, the reason why we watched this, obviously, it was record day Mm -hmm. yesterday and, well, Saturday, should I say. And Paul obviously woke up at crack of dawn to go and get some vinyl. Spent far too much money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were pretty seen from the, the pictures I did post up. But you didn't buy the, buy the Taylor Swift single. Mm. Now, that's selling now on eBay for £90. was like, oh, right, clearly yeah. we have a soul. <laughs> yeah, you obviously get those. You can't control those people who are you know, queuing up just to get something that you can just flog for extortionate amounts something because you know they'll know people will buy it because it's like a rarity kind of thing it's like a one-off thing but yeah but the music within this is really enjoyable they're so so diverse as well Mm -hmm. with what you've got some of it i'm not gonna lie i don't know all of it when it was like playing in the record stores some of the music yeah some of i mean to be fair some of the things i still don't know i haven't like listened to enough of to get like when you're saying listen off some things i think i I know that artist, but I don't actually know the song or stuff. But age, age ago, when I was seeing this, and probably been like, like I don't know, like half these things are mm. other music or wasn't to more to my taste as such. But definitely more be my my rotation of stuff now. Definitely, if I was to listen to you are stuff, really eclectic, Paul. To be fair, it's like with movies, I suppose. Yeah, you're yeah. a mixed bag, and that's why I think I like you so much because you're quite intriguing. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. If you play the like Spotify playlist, it'd be like hard rock one minute, then it would be like some pop thing, and oh, then like some Pokemon. Folk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like game soundtrack or whatever. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, or just some, some Japanese. Yeah. yeah, singer in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really collective and it's really interesting. I think that's something that is intriguing, and I think that shows within the kind of relationships that you get. So you have obviously you've got Rob and Laura. Jack Black don't have really a, a relationship, but with anyone really blessed him, he creates his own band, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. plays that Marvin Gaye song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I just think is overrated. Like if if you ever put that on and then expected that to be the That's, mood, those are the cringe. Yeah, it, it, it's, mood it's, it's always me. the like when, when if everyone like a oh this is a sexy moment that no. is always a song that's kind of and that's at first like a really cringe. I wouldn't. And, I couldn't. It just yeah. don't. It just no. Yeah. It don't it's not that kind of music for me. It's more like a cringe. Just like the when everyone says like a karaoke song that two people do together, it's always the Don't go breaking my heart. You know, the Elton John and Kiki D. Ah, uh, yeah. But as again that seems a bit like too cliche and I'm thinking of the Dolly Parton one. That's the one that's popped in Islands in the Stream. <laughs> 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 that's the one I that I think's oh, right. a good duo. Right, okay. But that that's probably cliche too. Yeah, yeah. I, but I I definitely think the don't go breaking my heart is more the cliche yeah. one. But. What would you want then as a duo? The, the um the one I can think of that is a is a kind of good one is the uh, nothing's going to stop us now. Yes. Starship. Yeah. Which we have been debating if this should be his first dance or not. So people, please let us know if you think that's a good option. Because we've been back and forth, and we've got it's either that one or another one, which mm. we won't tell you. Yeah. Because it's probably going to be the other okay. one, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think I'll take I'll take this moment to pose a question to you. Mm-hmm. Don't have to think like too long about it and stuff. But as a, as, a, as a mention of top fives in this film, do you think you could like name like like top five albums or to some oh. degree? Now, Paul's going to be more collectible than, than I am. Mm-hmm. Some of it might be more recent and some of it might not be. Because mm. obviously, there's a couple of albums at the moment I'm listening to that I'm really enjoying. The first one that I'm going to have to say, because obviously it's just who I am, it's in my blood. Um, yeah, it doesn't have to be in any particular order, it's just okay. like, of like one to five, is, uh, five to one or whatever. I'd say this is more nostalgia. Uh-huh. Even though it's not really nostalgia, but it is for me. It yeah. was like the first artist I fell in love with. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm falling out of love with him. I still like him. Yeah. I don't think I'm in love like I, I, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is Ed Sheeran's um, Plus. There's only, I think, a couple of songs that I probably would skip, and that's like Small Bump just because it's sad. Um, 
this city, sometimes it depends if I'm in the mood for it or not. Mm-hmm. I could skip that one. But the rest are pretty solid. And Give Me Love on the end is like the piece of resistance. And then it has like that Irish folky hidden track, yeah. Hidden track yeah. that I, I quite like as well. Mm-hmm. So that one I think was always going to be on my top five. Whereabouts on my five? I don't yeah, know, yeah. but it will always yeah. be there. Yeah. Um, I think it's the first album I listened because, as again, you know. I listen to albums over and over and over again and then I get sick to death of them. And I still would listen to that album again. The You Me Oh, also the You Need Me Man, I Don't Need You. Mm-hmm. How many times I've paid Ed Sheeran on Spotify or on YouTube listening to that song on repeat. <laughs> I am I don't know. Um the ones that I'm re- recently listening to mm-hmm. is Dawn FM The Weekend. It's It's just a masterpiece. It's amazing. Even the first time, though, which was really strange when I listened to it, I was like, "Mm, what is this? And like the Jim Carrey voiceover, yeah. Like, don't you dare touch that dial. (laughs) I just thought that was really strange. I didn't know it was Jim Carrey until you told me either. Mm. But now I can't not not listen to that album at the moment. I don't really think there is a bad song on there. No, there's only a couple of maybe like... I would say, I want to say skits, but like interlude bits where like it kind of, you know, kind of breaks the flow up a little bit in a yeah. sense. Because like, oh, I don't really want to listen to this, especially if you're listening to the al- album through and it's like, yeah, just skip that one or whatever. But but it's not really a song, is it? It's more like the... That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. Then, obviously speaking of Taylor Swift pre- previously, mm-hmm. I'm not a... Swifty, where I have to have the everything of hers, mm-hmm. but folklore is definitely. I would say when I started to realize, yep, yeah, okay, I appreciate Taylor Swift for what she is. Yeah, it's not got one of those songs where we are never getting back together or anything like that. It's a more mature. Yeah, and it's folky and it feels whimsical and magical. Yeah, the only one I would say I don't like it is that. One with that man in... Uh, bon Iver. Yeah. Or Bon Iver, as he used to refer to him as. <laughs> bon Iver, it is, I'm sure it is. Um, I don't know, it's just his voice. It just sounds too deep, like it's put on. Right, okay. The next two, I think, are recent-ish. Hmm? Probably not not as current as Dawn FM, probably not. No. Because that was this year. Um, Haim. So... Hmm. This is from the Licorice Pizza. Yeah, yeah. Whereas so at the is... beginning of the year, I was listening to stuff, and then through that, you were listening to it, and now you're really like enjoying. I love high music. Like yeah. I really yeah. do. I everything they do, I like. I think you can listen to Heim. There's two ways you can listen to them. I know it sounds really daft. No, no. I probably know what we're going to say, but yeah. You can listen to it just for like the music part, and even the singing. You don't have to really be intent on what she's singing. Yeah. You can just appreciate the music value for it. But then the lyric as well side is strong. Yeah, yeah. It music, really is. Yeah. So it's like, it's one of those that listening to the album, if I'm working or anything like that, I really need to concentrate. Weirdly, that works for me. Ed Sheeran used to be like that with Plus. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that music that you can have in the background, but at the same time really enjoy singing along to. And... <laughs> the one that you hate, the fact that you introduced me to. <laughs> <laughs> and yet again, I still had a weird moment with this where I was like, what the hell is this? I think I know what you're going to say. It's, um, is it Rina Sawayama? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's Japanese, but she's, I think she was born in England or she came over to England and she's lived in London for most of her time. Yeah, I think she's British-born, but she's from Japanese heritage, yeah. And she's, well, she's beautiful, and her voice is magnificent. If you haven't heard of her, this is a first no. album she's done. It's so collective, it's diverse. It really is. It's like one song, it's kind of like, has a, a hint of like, almost like Evanescence-ish, kind mm. of like power rock kind of thing. And then, and then there's like more like heaviest stings as the, at the beginning, more so anyway, there's like this like 
mm. like death metal kind of thing yeah. vibes to the the way the instrumentation is going but then there's kind of like these inflections where it, it's it's kind of like then subdued and then it's yeah there's like a one it sounds like she's at a concert type of thing and performing and heavy drums and kind of stuff and it's, it's, it's just perfect um but the shut the off up yeah <laughs> Oh my goodness, that looks like she's actually having a psycho moment in that video when you first showed me. I was like, okay, this girl's got serious issues. But then I can relate. Like, I really can. Mm -hmm. And I think every song as well on that album you can relate to. Like, you can pick a certain point in your life and kind of relate to it. Yeah. And I think that's what I like. Like, I love pieces of music that I can relate relate to. It's a good one. You find stuff like that as well. Like, this means. So it shows that it's a good album, and I'd probably say that's yeah, it's a good, it's a good pick, a good, good well, list, thank you for in- list. Thank you for introducing them. Um, pretty them. much all of them, apart from well, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, Taylor that's Swift, good. I knew of, but I did. I used to hate Taylor Swift. I can't believe I'm saying that, <laughs> but I did. Okay, Paul. Okay, right. Blow me away with things that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Am I going to know any of these? Oh, you you probably know some of them, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go on then. But I think it's kind of tricky um, because obviously I've got there's there's so many. But if I had a lot more time to actually think about like things, then I probably oh no, actually I swap that out for this one. But anyway, this is a rough guide of of stuff. Yeah, and it's going to change anyways. People's taste changes. So like, if I asked you in two years' time, is that going to be the same? Probably not, because there'll be new things out. Stuff like. One in particular album that came out fairly recently, like Friday, just gone or whatever. A rap artist called Pusha T. He's just released a new album and listened to that over the on Friday, and that's pretty solid. And it's like, oh, this this is really good, and like, doesn't seem a bad track on that. So that it's too early to say if that's really. And maybe just like, oh, this just sounds great because it's fresh and new and exciting and stuff. But mm-hmm. that, that whether that's a when one of the albums of the year, I don't know me but potentially but that won't be on this that's like a second runner in comparison to what i would kind of go with because um i probably put dawn fm as well Woo! on on in the list of one of the one of them we yeah. love the weekend we do yeah. we can't say we don't <laughs> he's his favorite <laughs> like i think that's mine and yours like now go to artist we would love to see him live wouldn't we yeah definitely um another rap album kind of it's quite an old, well, old, old, but like 2005, I think it came out. Mm-hmm. That's uh, quite old. <laughs> but it's um, it's kind of like a like a con- concept album where it's all all the songs and entire the the titles of the songs and all the content is kind of like you know double entendres and stuff of uh, food and drink related stuff, <laughs> and that is the the late rapper MF Doom. And his album is called mm, Food. Well, everyone loves food. <laughs> yeah. You actually showed me this quite recently because obviously you got the vinyl for it. Oh, after searching for like ages and ages trying to find like something like a, not a scalping price because it's like such a rarity to come across. It's it's ridiculous, really. But I'm really happy I've got it now in my, my possession, really, because it's like it's really nice colouring as well. But the, the whole... Um, What's what's kind of interesting about it, especially if you listen to it all the way through, because it makes a lot more sense to do it that way. Because if you did it in bits, certainly some of the things are like tracks, like what, like what, what is this kind of thing? Because the the kind of like it's about the weekend having skits and stuff. The 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 kind of like samples from like like old like uh like Fantastic Four cartoons or Spider Man cartoons and stuff, and kind of stuff like that. It's it's really when you listen to it, think what the, what the hell is this? But I kind of find it funny because I do like it when. Even if like you could have like a start of beginning of a song having some like random old film quote mm. or something at the start of saying something like like in Bastille songs. I was just gonna yeah. say that, yeah, yeah, or something like that. I really like it when when songs feature those things. It's kind of like a little well happy thing for me. So and this one is and this one is just full of them, and it's kind of like adds to the value of listening through it. Even though sometimes you might be like, oh, wow, like it's. Just just a minute and a half of some like weird sound effects or something, but it's I don't know. It's really appeals to me. I think it makes you more intrigued. Like definitely the Bastille one. Um, oh, what was it? The line? Watch you through my fingers. Um, we watched the film of it. I can't remember the line. 
Oh, um, weird science. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, party animals. Oh, you want to be a party animal, you have to learn to live in the jungle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that kind of stuff. So go, go get dressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, got, I think, let me think. I think Alice in Chains facelift. It's a really good, like, solid, like, heavy grunge album. Is that what you've got recently from the record day, or is that um, just you did get an Alice in I did Chains? get an Alice in it's like an EP of the couple of the songs from it, because it's like, that's really hard to get a hold of, actually, as well, for whatever reason. I think I could have got it a while ago, but I thought, I'll be all right, it'll be one of those things I can pick up at some point, and now <laughs> it's like the face of the earth, almost. Um, but I, it's something I've kind of like, to way way back when I was, um, you know, getting into like heavy metal and and stuff, and again, I think it's more for through rock band and Guitar Hero stuff and, oh, and I stuff like that. So Guitar Hero, so uh, yeah, it really appealed to me the way that that that, that sound and everything is really good. <laughs> um, Marina and the Diamonds, although I think she's just referred to as Marina now, and that the album Fruit. I don't know why in particular that one, but I think there's all solid tracks there's a bit mixed variety of the mm. styles that are played in that as well um i quite like that one i know you've introduced me to that one and i quite enjoyed yeah enjoyed listening to to no, that not quite the extent of rena sariyama's like, no mixture no. of song styles but there's there's a bit of like more jiggy ones as well like slow ones and it's just, she's got a good voice as well yeah, yeah. not so still out, not yeah. like rena though <laughs> And then probably it's kind of tr- tricky to think of like a Black Sabbath favorite album, but I think I've recently come to be more liking Sabotage. How which many is... albums have they got in total? They've got loads. Yeah, they've got not just with Ozzy Osbourne. There's been a few where it's been someone else being the lead singer and stuff. And really? So. Yeah, quite a I few. But with this is with Ozzy Osbourne, and I think it was. More of a sort of a comeback in a sense, mm. where there was a big time chunk of time taken away from when they did a couple of albums and falling outs and stuff. You know, bands mm, get sometimes, yeah. but I think it was just more like a there's there's a lot heavier stuff from in this album that comes across, and I, I don't know, there's just something about this one. The, the songs are really good and doesn't doesn't get boring. That's what we're saying. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I know older days. I'd have probably said Paramore was my favorite artist, and now it's like, meh. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, you know, it, your tastes change. They do, but no, that some of them. At least I know some of them on there. I feel like mm-hmm. I know three. At least, yeah. at least, mm-hmm. I'll take that. Yeah. So there we are. There's insight into that. It's time that I actually ate up with with podcasting. <laughs> but I hope you've enjoyed it, and definitely go listen to some of them as well. Yeah, yeah, if you're interested in those kind of, all those different various artists, and you might be like, oh, I don't know, thanks, Paul and Sophie, for <laughs> <laughs> introducing me to something new. I know, yeah. it, I know it can be tricky when um, you get to a certain age in life when it's like, oh, I don't listen to any new music past such and such an age or whatever, but mm. I'm always finding new stuff. It's really good. So obviously tying it back into the film yeah. of reason why I've just reeled off as five <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> listings yeah. of everything. Because yeah. he does do fives of everything. He even does five dream jobs. Yes. That she kind of, Laura, picks up and goes, well, you wanted to be an architect. That's like his and last was, one. Yeah. And she's like, that takes seven years to learn how to do. You're not going to want to do that. What about a record shop? You know, like, Which you already have. So yeah. like, are you really not happy in... Is that not your dream job type of thing? Mm. Yeah. And it's like, it's hard. I feel like one of those, even when you're like 16 years old and they go, okay, what, what, what do you want to do with your lives? It's like, I didn't know when I was 16 and I still don't know now what I want. And it changes. Everyone changes. So it's like, it's hard to pick at 16 years old or 18 years old what you want to do with your life. Yeah. I know dad, probably when he saw this film as well, I think he still would if he, if he could again, like if he had the money. To do so, whatever he would like, have a little small little independent record shop and be just listening to music and recommending stuff to your mum would love that as well. It'd get him out of the house, <laughs> and he won't she won't have to listen to all his shite. 
It'd work out but well for both of them, I think. Maybe your dad might do that when your mum retires. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Um, but then he'd be like, a bit like um, him as well, like, you know, like buying the stock himself and oh, then yeah, taking that home. He wouldn't be benefiting. The, yeah, yeah. Be like, oh, the new release of such and such Bob Dylan or whatever's come yeah. out. And it's like, oh, I'll just get that as well. There's one for me, one for the customer. And also your dad with um, rearranging his... <sighs> collection yeah yeah, yeah. the parks is are very organized like i think i'm a queen of organization and to a level i am organized in life but i don't really have stockpiles of things that i need to put in no no I genres mean, or alphabeticalized I'd, i mean don't get me wrong my my shelves of even blu-rays and stuff aren't alphabetized i need this to me record collection to be honest which is kind of like it which should be easy because it's not there's not as many of those as there is. They're only slim, so they could they probably at least put them in some sort of like at least put the artist next to each other kind of thing because they've got them scattered all over the place in like one side of the room to the other. But I'd like to do that. That'd be nice. But you have got them for your DVDs. You've got like 4K at the top. Yeah. Blu-ray, and then well, DVDs are not even on the shelf no, now, in, are they? No, they're in a zip lock. Well, not like zipped up. Um, one of those like uh, storage compartment things, like you would do for CDs. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah tra- travel, traveling with them. Yeah, like a... it'd be bloody heavy if you were traveling with that. Like, oh, yeah, it's, it's heavy. Because <laughs> yeah. that's also got some CDs in there, which I don't really play anymore. I, I'm going to be marrying a hoarder. <laughs> yeah, you are. You know, you should not mind now what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, we need a bigger house. <laughs> yeah, but. Apparently, Dad's cleared out the the garage space, but now he's putting some more uh, more CD shelves down there. So, so he's got rid of the freezer, and now yeah, he's, he's gotten rid of a freezer down there, the spare freezer that's not really used anymore, to put some more s- stock My down goodness. there. <laughs> Blimey! So yeah, I can't even cope with that. I don't get as bad as your dad that we're not going to even see his walls yeah. because there's going to be all these. Because that's kind of what Rob's house is like. He's literally just got loads of shelves. Yeah, it does make me think like I, apartments aren't particularly big in, you know, like America. Or here, to be honest, to be fair. I th- but it's like all the stuff he's got like against the walls and everything. It's like how much have you got here in terms of mm. like oh, oh, I wouldn't I'd be scared to like even contemplate like organising some of that stuff and <laughs> I wouldn't know where to start the whole floor was being covered yeah, yeah. keep you occupied though if you yeah. just had a break up yeah it'd be intriguing though to in a sense to like how he how he was doing it this time in the film he's describing it it was autobiographical so by that it means in his case, that he knows, like, say, from the very first one he ever bought, perhaps, and then, you know, the, the next one, or this reminded him... How of, the hell would you remember? I don't know, especially with a co- collection that size, I wouldn't be, like, ridiculous. I wouldn't know. No. I wouldn't have a clue. No. You might. You'd be, might. You could get a bit, I think you would. Some of mine might be like, mm, yeah, but I'd have to have a proper look through and go... I know some of them are more like hand-me-downs anyway, so it's kind of a bit tricky in that sense. Is it when you received it? Is that what you'd have to do? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But even mm. then, so I'd be like, did I get it before then? Or whatever. <laughs> uh, whatever, but, you'd yeah. have to stamp them or date them every time yeah. you got one then to make life yeah. easier. At least there would be in the order because the next one you just put there, it's like, well, that goes there, and then that's mm. that. And, but if you've taken them out and yeah. it's like, oh, which, where did I get that one from? Then just be really nice. Whereas I'd just put it there and, yeah. Yeah. So, should we go to the scoring then? Um, the only other thing I want to bring up, which is kind of, well, is movie related, is there's a question that Rob puts to Barry, and it's um, something along the lines of, if I said I hadn't seen Evil Dead 2 yet, would you think that I would go and go and watch it? So... That's kind of like uh, me saying, I don't know, I hadn't seen Top Gun yet. Would would you think that I would 
be like at some point yes i'm going to watch it or would you think i'm just trying to say that and just to but not actually follow up on on that yeah it's it's a hard one because it's like the yet makes it sound like you want to but then you clearly haven't been asked to see it straight away yeah yeah. so is it that you're not rushed to go see it Mm -hmm. because like for example with the Spider-Man, you hadn't seen that yet, but that didn't mean... Oh, no, that definitely didn't mean I would want to see it. It's yeah. just more of a, a convenient time for me to to want to see it, like, in at a point where I would just buy it on disc mm. or wherever or re- just rent it for a price. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. So it's like, to me, yet means you will. Yeah. You will mm-hmm. eventually at some point, but you haven't got round to it yet. Yeah, exactly. And this is obviously referring to the fact that Laura says, I haven't slept with him yet. Yeah. <laughs> Which, to me, meant... She... But then I didn't know she had slept with him. Mm-hmm. But she hadn't kind of been intimate with him. Because mm-hmm. it's two different things, isn't it, really? But you're still sleeping with one another yeah, no matter what. Yeah. But there's a there's also a, a thing with that as well. Like, even before that even happens, or he knows, he thinks that that, that has happened, where he's building up in his head like Ian's like oh this god of sex or whatever yeah and then he's like it is one of those things that you know the paranoia of the situation like oh like what are they doing up there kind of thing or <laughs> like what's going on where I'm you know like they're out somewhere yeah. that kind of thing you build it up in your yeah, head yeah yeah I think isn't that a bit like the killer's song Mr. Brightside or I think it's oh it's yeah to do with that like yeah, yeah. paranoia of it the is. like oh you know Started with a kiss, and then like, well, where where did it go from there? Kind of thing. That's all that yeah. was said, and yeah. No, yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I think that's 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 everything we've got. Okay. Really, if you're happy to go to your score. With me. It is you. Well, I'll kick it off with saying I really enjoyed it. Actually, John Cusack. Tick. His sister seems to always be in it for some reason. I don't know if she's actually in American Sweethearts. I can't remember. <laughs> Every other one that we've seen lately, she pops up somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, she's quite quirky as well. Yeah. The music's good. Jack Black is the right version of Jack Black. <laughs> Not Gulliver's Travels. No. <laughs> and it's it's a romance. Technically, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's a romance. And I can't say I don't enjoy a romance. I can't give it a nine because it's not like a knocking it out of the park for me. You can give it a ten. No. <laughs> I, saying, I thought it was really leading, like, you know, can't give it a ten. You can't give, yeah. Okay. But I will definitely give it a solid eight to say I would definitely watch it again. Mm. It's yeah. one of those things, it's light, it's breezy, even though they're touching on hard topics, it still doesn't feel that hard to catch up with. And it's just nice to kind of have on. And I think for that, it's comedy value of John Cusack talking to you in the camera, he makes you feel like you're his best friend. It just works really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking on what the I was gonna score. It was dabbling with two different ones by points. More intrigued. But I think on reflection, because I I was going into it in my head thinking, am I gonna probably not, am I not like as much as I would have done back in the day or whatever? Or I'd remember some bits in particular, like like the sequence at the end. In particular with Jack, he's singing the mm-hmm. the cover and talking about the, the, the Evil Dead 2 conversation and things like that. I think it was more thing when Jack Black was involved, to be honest, more that stuck out more. Yeah. But I feel like definitely got more from the dialogue this time. Yeah. And like understanding all the relationship stuff and like, <laughs> the, like you know, not, you know, one person is being a bit more mature than the other and it's kind of like learning from that and just trying to deal with, you know, being in a relationship and what that entails and stuff. You can relate, is that what yeah. it is? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. So so I'll also put it at an eight. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Happy with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad you enjoyed enjoyed this one. I did. Yeah, yeah. Is that, are you saying that now because next week I'm not? don't know, I picked what we're doing next week yet. But um, it was just, I didn't know as to whether you would, ultimately find his actions and his mannerisms kind of annoying or 
just gel with the style that he was going for with the talking to the cameras is what I wasn't entirely sure. I thought, well, there's there's romance and humour. but I think a little bit of American Sweethearts, he does that, I think, talking to the camera. So I'm used to that a little right. bit with John Cusack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some parts he's a bit of a dick of a character, but he has his redeemable traits mm-hmm. in the end. Yeah, it's not overbearingly annoying. No, with... and he realises no one's... It, it, there's no right or wrong within the relationship. They're both both yeah. in the wrong. Yeah, yeah. What they've done. Neither one of them is perfect in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So if you'd like to check out some of our other episodes, you can do so on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Good Pods, Podchaser, and wherever else you might get your podcasts from. We are also on Twitter, Instagram, sometimes Facebook mainly on the other two. If you want to look at our content, see anything that we're up to, keep in touch with us. We're under the handle SP underscore film viewers. Also, if you'd like to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and wherever else that you can put reviews, that would be very much appreciated. And we do have a Buy Me A Coffee page as well, if you'd like to make any small donation to our project. Humble little cause. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We have been doing this for two years now, so hopefully you are enjoying what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope you enjoy the new format that we're going with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, any little any little gratitude is always appreciated. Yeah. I'm certainly enjoying the, the format, mixing it up a little with... Yeah, with me too. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like going into something new with you as well. Yeah. Even though it's weird when I can't ask you loads of questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. hard. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for listening. Hope that we maybe open up some more music opportunities for you as well at the end of this. So you were so giving. <laughs> really are. So we will speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.